All right, welcome to the post-game pod right here on the Lockdown Ole Miss foot, um, channel. Thanks for tuning in. Today, Ole Miss just absolutely thumped Auburn. It was a game that just completely made up for yesterday. Ole Miss takes the series 2-1. to one. This is the post-game pod on the Lockdown Ole Miss Network. You are locked on Ole Miss. Your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, post-game pod time here on the Locked On Ole Miss um, channel. Lots of fun. Um, we're in the bottom or the top of the ninth right now. Ole Miss is up 14-2, to two, just full disclosure of what's going on. This was a perfect rebound game, and it also gave me a little bit of a hypothesis moving forward. Um, I don't think this is a slam dunk Omaha team. I think this um, team will kind of be at the mercy of its pitching staff. So if they can time when the bats go cold, which goes cold about once a week, just does, um, if they can time that up to when the pitching is good, they have a chance to go really far. If, like yesterday, the bats and the pitching is a problem, you end up with a 19-5 to loss, and this could be a season that ends relatively quickly. So it is what it is. But this game, absolutely, um, they've taken advantage of um, Auburn over and over again. It's 15-2 to now. Jacob Gonzalez just scored, um, just to let you know where we are in the game. The team, Jacob Gonzalez went three for four with four runs today with two doubles. He walked twice. Um, Peyton Chatagnier was three for six um, with three RBIs. T.J. McCants, who actually came out of the game, was two for two when he did. But there's rumors of a cramp there. I've not heard anything other on that. Um, Banks Tolley, one for one. He hit the wall. Tim Elko with a big fly, went three for five. Um, Justin Bench went one for four. Hayden Dunhurst, one for five. Hayden Leatherwood, one for five with a deep fly. Kemp Alderman, two for five with a deep fly and a double. And Reagan Burford, one for five. They ended up with um, 19 hits today. The bats really, really came alive for them today. And they just pounded Auburn pitching. You know, it's the way this team is built. You get to the bullpen. Eventually, the bullpen's going to wear out. And in a Sunday game, these guys are going to hit like crazy against not elite pitching. And once they got to that starter, it was really, you know, Katie bar the door for this offense. So... I think in the future, one thing to look at is will the pitching timely step up for the hitting whenever it has its slump? Because three out of the four games, the hitting is going to show up most of the time. But the time it doesn't, you need the pitching to really stand up and really um, take hold and, and, and pick you up that one game. And if you do that, this team can go really far. Because on the weekend, whenever you're dealing with a super regional team, if the offense is good two out of three games, you're in good shape. But you want to pitch well in that day game that doesn't because you, have, you might have a chance to steal it and move on that way. So, I mean, that is just the way it is. And, I mean, this, this team has really, really shown up and has shown themselves well today. It's 15-2 to two right now. Two outs in the top of the ninth. 
It's that time of year as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting, as well as your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online, where the game starts. This is also the time of year when I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the Puffs? They, If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting treats. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat. And, you know, you'll actually enjoy eating them. They're 100% real chocolate as well, by the way. So go to Build.com, scroll down to the macros chart, and you'll be blown away. High protein, low cal, high fiber, low carb. Compare that to a candy bar, which is usually around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, dozens of net carbs. So, Mint chocolate chip, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate, cookies, and cream. They're all delicious, and they're all new flavors that are coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It'll be delicious, and it will be good for you. At Built Bar, they know all about the taste. They're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, and then they figure out how to make it healthy, and I don't know how they do it, but they pull it off every single time. So here's the offer. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. So one of the main things that this experiment that we're going through in the first thing with the build-up that we had a little bit of thing was the Sunday starter because we've had problems on Sunday pitching the ball and it would turn into slugfest. Not today. This Auburn team that hit really well against um, John Gaddis and hit really well against Derek Diamond could not connect with Jack Doherty. And that is an unbelievably comforting thing because instead of two questions on weekends, we might have a singular choice. Now, they moved Derek Diamond to Saturday and that got out of control in a hurry. But Jack Doherty has kind of held it held his own on Sunday. And on these days that are supposed to be slugfest and supposed to look like Auburn looked like yesterday, he was able to silence those bats. And he had a really good outing. Um, they actually just had a really good day on the hill by everybody. Hunter Elliott, three innings pitch, two hits, four Ks. Jack Doherty had five innings, seven hits, two runs, two earned runs and um, 7Ks, and Brandon Johnson's coming in for the last inning. So he's going to put some gas up there, but all he has to do is throw strikes. But he's just a hard-throwing righty. He's he's the one that can hit up in the mid-90s. He's kind of the perfect closer, and they're just getting him in there to get some work because a 13-point run cushion in the bottom of the ninth is nothing to shake a stick at. So in hindsight, a 2-1 to series win at Auburn means that we are plus one this season already, which is the perfect place that we want it to be. I think this is exactly where we were last year as well. But plus one puts us on pace for a 16 and 14 with Tennessee coming to Oxford, um, I think next week. Let's check the schedule. 
Yes, next weekend, Auburn, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, or Tennessee, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday um, visits with Memphis Tuesday and Wednesday. That's a, at Memphis on Tuesday and at home on Wednesday. But this, this week is shaping up to be a big weekend um, for baseball. If Ole Miss can do really well, they get at North Alabama and then Kentucky. Um, then Southern Miss, which will always be a tough game, and then Alabama. And then it really tightens up. South Carolina, Mississippi State, Arkansas, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So understand what's going on. Um, this team, um, good group, Banks Tolly just made an adventure out of that. This team has a chance to be really good, but they do need some breaks to go their way. I don't think they're an elite team. They're not a, you know, Vanderbilt-type team where there's no, just no holes in them. But pitching-wise, if they can timely throw it really well, whenever the bats don't show up, this team has a chance to go really far. If they get to the regionals and super regionals and they both collapse on the same day, kind of an unlucky that's baseball kind of day, um, they could be in a little bit of trouble. Um, that's one thing I've noticed. But they're, they came out today and handled business. They absolutely handled business. So um, thank you for tuning in today. We'll get this up pretty quick. Uh, right now the game's not quite over, but it's at 15-2 Ole Miss in the bottom of the ninth. Ole Miss has one out. Um, we'll get this up on YouTube and in podcast form as soon as possible, and I hope you enjoy it there. But until um, tomorrow when the Locked On uh, or Monday when the Locked On Ole Miss podcast is released, we're going to talk about that. Essentially, who is the next transfer commit? Essentially, it's going to be a Deion Smith episode, and it's going to be ahead of the, um, ahead of the curve. But it'll be a hypothetical. It'll be what it is. So tune in for that. We'll see you then. Um, I'm Steve. Hotty toddy. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.